What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Pokemon Podcast. My name is SBJ, and with me today is Will. I love you, Steve, and I love Zapdos. Zapdos? That's all I got. Like the Pokemon? That's Zapdos. He's oh, the second one I've I wasn't sure if you said Zappos, like the shoe company. I do like Zappos as well. They're both I'll tell you, I don't like the place that you buy your clothes. Unnamed company. What? Fair enough. Fair enough. They don't even start with a Z. Can we get back to the <laughs> fact of how many people's brains exploded because I said I love you, Steve, and like there's all these like shipping uh, Sh- people shipping who are like hit, hitting Twitter right now. Oh, Steve, will that's it's true. It's true. It's gonna come true. Why? Well, I, I believe Irene is actually already tweeting that out. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Am I echoey? <laughs> Did I fix the echo? You, you fixed, fixed the echo. echo. All right, I fixed the echo. Uh, the other uh, guest we have today is Logan, returning from his long... Uh, you've been away for like, I don't know, like 10 episodes? Five, 10, whatever. <laughs> hey, hey, everybody. I'd like to thank Will uh, in a small Healthy Living segment for inspiring me to go for a run today. Healthy Living? Let's talk, today. let's talk about Healthy Living. Because a lot of people wanted healthy living to come back, so let's do a little health, health, healthy living. I bought the new Coca Cola milk. The what? Oh, stop the Coca Cola milk! Oh my lord! Coca Cola oh. milk? Yeah, Coca Cola yes. now makes milk. There's no soda in it, but do you guys like? But Coca Cola didn't make it; a cow made it. It's the same as other milk. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Are you I, sure this it's is the cow first milk? I've heard? I'm not. Yeah, it could what, be. What kind of milk, milk is it? It could be goat milk. Um, so I bought the the chocolate milk because I try to drink a glass of milk a day. That's like my new. That's that was my healthy living goal prior when we were doing healthy living. Uh, so. The food pyramid has milk in it, but the Harvard food plate doesn't have any milk in it. So you might want to research like how milk, how much milk you should be drinking because it's it's zero. Can we we keep this simple? No, milk milk is good for you. So keep your anti-milk bias to yourself (laughs) and have a nice cold frosty glass of Coca-Cola milk. The food pyramid, the food pyramid has a milk bias. (laughs) I mean, you don't need milk. What's going to be healthier, like a glass of milk or a can of soda? Uh, That would be a glass of milk. There you go. Yes. This is what what the milk does for me. It it eliminates one can of soda from my breakfast. All right, well, that's fair. That's healthier living. That is. What about the V8? Uh, I'm working on the V8. The V8's like hard to drink. It's so thick and gross. It's It's so so delicious. Um, okay. I believe we have a deal that you're going to drink a glass of V8 a day, or I'm not going to Gen Con. Yeah, I'm working on it. Wait, you have to, man, you have to drink a glass of V8 a day. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so Coca-Cola Coca- Coca- milk is like ultra-pasteurized, I believe it's lactose milk-free, what are you, lactose intolerant, so you can drink it then? It doesn't it's, have lactose? It's low, low lactose. Yeah, yes. low lactose. And then it has 50% more protein and 50% less sugar if you're drinking the chocolate milk version. 50% less sugar than other chocolate milk? Or... Yeah, yeah. Okay. 50% more protein gets you muscular. 
I mean, it's definitely thicker than regular milk. You can kind of, just Ugh. when you're drinking it, you can tell that it's thicker, but not thick enough where it's disgusting. Okay, okay. I think I'll just happily drink a glass of whole milk. I drink almond milk. It's probably it's probably way heat. thinner than whole milk. Whole milk's really gross. Why? It is not. What's gross about it's it? It's so delicious. thick. It's not thick. What is thick? How you're? It's like, like you're two percent is the best possible pudding. milk. Are you drinking a? It, 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 no, no, incorrect. <laughs> yes. No, and here's your science for the day. Vitamin A and vitamin D, which you'll notice are added to milk, are fat-soluble vitamins. So if you remove the fat from the milk, you're not going to be able to absorb the vitamin A and the vitamin D. And I'll tell you both, both of you are lacking vitamin D. You need more vitamin D. It's true. It's true. I mean, no one's going to argue with you there. (laughs) Uh, Coca-Cola milk, though. Healthy living. Is it good? It's yeah, it's pretty good. Can you buy it, it at Target? Yeah, I got it at Target. I thought it's like called. I think it's called. It's called Fair Life. Fair Life. Fair Life. It does. I don't think it says Coca Cola anywhere on it. I think you just got to <laughs> know that Coke made it. Is it better than regular milk? As in, like taste. As in, whatever metric you want to go with. I think so. All right. That's pretty. It's pretty good. I compared it to the almond milk in my fridge because Irene bought almond milk. And Irene said it was better in every statistic on the bottle. Hmm. I don't know what that means. I don't know. So I've like never had has, almond milk. Well, almond milk has a lot of protein. It doesn't have any lactose. So it's it's got some of the same good benefits that the Coca-Cola milk has there. Yeah, it has more protein. And less sugar. I would say that's better statistics. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a Pokemon podcast. <laughs> Episode 158. Uh, no Travis with us today. He uh, He's not on the milk bag- bandwagon, so mm. <laughs> just we push him aside. That's um, why he's so f- slight. What? Mm. Travis? Yeah, he's such a slight little thing. You know, I asked him to record last week, and he was like, no, I got exams. And I was like, all right, fair enough. Anyways. Exams. Who needs college or... A degree. Yeah. It's useless. Just make podcast. Yeah. Make podcast. Uh, Let's talk about some Pokemon stuff. We'll... uh... Actually, the show will start with some news. We'll probably take a break. We'll come back. We'll get Logan's opinions on the auras. Uh, we haven't gotten them yet, and he might be the one positive person about it, but uh, probably. possibly. And then we'll come back, and we have some questions to answer that you guys sent in, and then we'll do our item of the week, because right now it's working better than Pokemon of the week. Mm-hmm. We like to buy stuff. All right, some news. I wasn't ready for this. Standby. Okay. Uh, there is $2 million up for grabs at the 2015 Pokemon World Championship. Uh, most of that is in scholarships. Hmm. Uh, so the Pokemon World Championships will take place this year, August 21st, 22nd, and 23rd in Boston. Yes, correct. They will take place in Boston on those dates, yes. 
And I believe starting just this weekend is going to be the regionals. Is that what they're calling them still? Uh, it's going to be yeah, the winter regionals. So if you are in St. Louis, Missouri, you, you can spend your Valentine's Day February 14th and 15th um, at the St. Charles Convention Center. Been there. Been there. Been there. Portland, Oregon, 14th and 15th at the Doubletree by Hilton. Dowswell, Virginia. Dooswell. Dooswell, Virginia. The expedition it's where uh, Paramount's King's Dominion is. At Meadow <laughs> Event Park, uh, Lancaster, California, Pioneer Event Center, and the Kissimmee, Florida. Kissimmee. I like Kissimmee <laughs> better. <laughs> uh, that's actually February 28th through March 1st at the Park Inn by Radisson Resort and Conference Center. Is that the only one that's not on the 14th and 15th? Yep. Ah. Kiss a Mimi. Kiss mm-hmm. a Mimi. Is I anyone going to these? I'm not. Oh, you, I'm not uh, going to any of those, yeah, no. going to be going to your house um, that weekend. So Yeah, we got to spend Valentine's Day together. That's true. It is the so sweet. holiday of love. <laughs> <laughs> the holiday of shipping. <laughs> Uh, what else do we next, have? The next event that I'll go to is are the ones in March because that's the the ones that are anywhere near me. Uh, the Atlanta regionals will be in May. This yeah, year. there's there's also some like some events in Savannah and Charleston in March. Um, I just want to go to some events before I go to an actual regional. Probably a good idea for video game, <laughs> right? Not TCG. Yeah, I don't I don't do the TCG right now. Very smart. (laughs) If you are a Pokemon Bank subscriber, or you plan on renewing, anyone who accesses their account between February 27th and November 30th will receive special versions of uh, Meganium, Typhlosion, and Feraligator. With hidden abilities. Like... Is Pokemon Bank like auto update or do I have to make another purchase to get that? Because they have that little that little number that's counting down. And in my head, all I can think is that at the end of that countdown, all my Pokemon die. Um, yeah, I want to make sure that doesn't happen. <laughs> they get released into the wild. They don't die, but they're sent out into the world. Well, they don't belong to me anymore. And it's the very important free. to me to, to keep them. But, uh, I'm sure... Uh, mine needs to be renewed, but it unless you log into it, is that when it tell you? I mean, it just gives you like a number. So like it's been it used to be like two hundred and something, and now it's like thirty. And I'm like, oh god, they're all they're all gonna be released. <laughs> I'm, sure to death. I'm sure it'll make it clear when it's time to renew. It's okay. like Majora's Mask. You have like seventy two hours. <laughs> when the moon is coming to your Pokemon. <laughs> I had uh, s- statistics for these Pokemon. They have like special moves. Hidden abilities. Yeah, hidden abilities, yeah. But now I lost them. Ooh, is it is it time for the 503, Pokemon 503 code to be active yet? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. Shell Armor Samurott Pokemon distribution has started... Uh, so to get your Samurott, uh, 
enter Pokemon 503 under Mystery Gift, and that will let you download him. It's only in Omega, Ruby, and Alpha Sapphire, not Next and Y. Correct. Mm. And then if you need your Reckless Embor, that is Pokemon 500. And if you want your Contrary Superior, Pokemon 497. Oh, man, he's so he's so fun. Because he does Leaf Storm, and he gets better. And it's great. <laughs> <laughs> and then all three Pokemon are available until November 30th, which I think is the same for Meganium, Typhlosion, and for Alligator. So I have like a feeling something's going to happen around November 30th. Yeah, you would assume. Do you think they're going to announce a new game in either this month or next month? I, w- I would not be surprised if they did. They normally announce it in March, and then it's usually planned for November, December, October. Do you think it's going to be a new Pokemon Ranger? No. I think it's going to be <laughs> like Pokemon Z or some other version because Pokemon is now annualized. Yeah, Do you take pleasure in breaking my heart? Yes. <laughs> Valentine's Day. <laughs> he has to break it so they can put it back together on Valentine's Day. <laughs> Unbreak my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I talked about this last week on that badly recorded episode that... Three new Pokemon were announced for Pokemon Tekken, Pokemon Fighters, whatever they're calling it. Oh my god, I'm so excited about that game, you guys. Uh, so we I'm have Suicune, so Pikachu, and Gallade? Gallade, yeah, that's what you said on the on the last show. Yeah. And yeah, I have no idea. Like, dog characters in fighting games are always broken and like, make the game less fun. So I feel like that's going to happen to Suicune and Pikachu. Like, I don't know how they're going to get away with that without it being weird. Short I have no idea back. what you're talking about. So, like, Pokemon it, fighting you. So no, I know pocket. that. I don't know what he's talking about. Like, the, the dog characters are broken. So Suicune is, is four-legged, so... What, she... what, fi- wait, what fighting game has dog characters? Well, like, the Naruto one had a dog character and... Um, Marvel vs. Capcom has a couple that are short. I played Marvel vs. Capcom once in that um, arcade in the mall in Indianapolis. That's all I know about the entire game. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, when you have a short character, like half of the other characters' moves don't work on them because they are high attacks that would hit, you know, like a torso. Um, And that character doesn't have to do anything to dodge those attacks. They just exist below those attacks. So it normally sucks to play against those <laughs> characters. So I don't know. We'll have to see if, how they implement that. I mean, Tekken is a real good game as far as like balance and stuff for a fighting game. So they'll probably do a good job. But I'm I'm really excited. I I hope they do it right. If you like fighting and hurting things, sure. Yeah. My next question was, are you guys into fighting games? Because the last fighting game I was super into was like Soul Calibur 4? Yeah. (laughs) I I mean, Soul Calibur, that's the same same folks made Soul Calibur that made Tekken, right? Because Yoshimitsu is in both. Yeah, possibly. I don't know. I I know Link was in Soul Calibur at one point. Yeah, he was in Soul Calibur 3. Or no, 2. It was in 2. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was just the third game in the series. 
I don't even like video games, so no. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm I'm way into fighting games. Actually, I really like them, so I'm very excited to beat people up in Pokemon. Yeah, hopefully we don't get another Pokemon game this year besides this one. I know that's weird to say, but like, I just I want the you. next game to be really good, like how X and Y was. Yeah, yeah. Here comes uh. the email. Steve hates Pokemon again. Oh no. no. But yeah, you know you're right because I just did a fi- my finished up my playthrough on Pokemon X, and it just in every way is so much better. <laughs> <laughs> it it is really, really is. Solid game. It's a very solid game. It's really good. But isn't Game Freak hasn't made their announcement yet because they're working on some new game? Not the horse ha- racing game. No, is it? not that one. Okay. Could be though. Horses <laughs> away. I'd buy that. <laughs> What I, I know that was, Camel Cup made, or Camel Up made me rethink racing games. <laughs> what if it was that horses with Tetris blocks and balloons? Puyo Puyo Tetris? Puyo Puyo Horsey Tetris. Man, I played Puyo Puyo Tetris. Can't understand a word in that game until I get to the Tetris screen and then I'm all about it. <laughs> all Japanese. <laughs> yeah, that's dedication to play Puyo Puyo Tetris. It's good. It's good. It's good import. That's pretty much all the news we have. It's like this weird time after Omega Ruby and before whatever next announcement is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Primal Clash packs are out for sale. If you want to throw your money away on worthless pieces of cardboard with pictures printed on them, go right ahead. You can also pay money for imaginary versions of those cards in the app. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, that's true. Hey, I found the hidden abilities here for the Pokemon Bank uh, JoJo starters. Uh, Meganium will have Leaf Guard, Typhlosion will have Flash Fire, and for Alligator will have Shear Force. Sounds good. There you go. There you go. I don't think there's anything else. The Deance movie? No. Yeah, Dance and the Cocoon of Destruction comes out this month on DVD. It aired yesterday on Cartoon Network because I saw some of it. Was it good? Oh, I missed it. It was it's on my TiVo. I like I didn't watch the entire thing, but the sequences with like right at the beginning, it just showed a bunch of Pokemon, just like just hordes of them everywhere, and that sequence was really beautiful. And you I mean, really like it. the same way that every Pokemon movie starts. <laughs> yes, yes, but I, seriously, this one set itself apart. I, I mean, I understand that in the Pokemon world, there are these magical creatures, and there's like fifty yeah, billion was, types of Pokemon coming it out. Was the exact same speech they always give, but seriously, it just I it struck me as very pretty. Um, and then Deante. You know, just makes diamonds. <laughs> Too many diamonds. Diamonds. Okay. Makes lots of diamonds. Fair enough. Can't argue with that. <laughs> Movies. Um, let's take a quick break, and then when we come back, we can talk about auras. Hopefully good, possibly bad. <laughs> we'll find out after the break. Uh, and we are back 
from our break. Logan, let's put you on the spot. What do you think <laughs> of Pokemon Wars? So I like it a lot more than you guys like it. Um, I think it has a lot to do with the fact that in every Pokemon game, I use repels as soon as they're available and don't stop using repels for the whole game. <laughs> so I that water stuff didn't really bug me because I didn't get in any random encounters. But I thought they did a lot of cool stuff like uh, where like the Wingles will fly over your head randomly and then the backgrounds are really pretty. Especially like when you fight Wally on uh, Victory Road, that was really pretty. Spoilers. Yes, I agree. I agree. <laughs> can't it, can't, can't it spoiler for a game. game that I have completed. I am the slowest player, so well, you are the slowest player. But <laughs> I will say for anybody who's actually going to complete a game, if you're not can't complete it before me, that's too bad. You deserve to be spoiled at this point. <laughs> well, yeah, um, spoilers for the decade year old game, but that fight is very pretty and his location that he's in is very pretty. And yeah. Uh, they also like, I, I'm really into competitive battling. So they did a lot of really good stuff. Like they put a two breeding or like daycares in the game. Uh, and one of them is at the battle resort, the area that opens at the end of the game. And it's right next to the guy who checks IVs. And there's also a trail that you can, uh, bike on forever by just holding up. So that's great. That's all just great. It saves so much time. And um, I really like it. I really like it a lot. You can catch a million legendaries. There's a ton of post-game stuff. Um, yeah, you can catch a million legendaries except for the five that I need. <laughs> well, I, I mean, like this, the the poker radar, or what is it? What is the thing? The Navdex? Yeah, Navdex is like the best thing. It made me so excited to actually catch all the Pokemon again. In fact, I this is the first time since Diamond and Pearl that I was motivated to catch them all, and I did it. I have the Shiny Charm and everything, and I even got a Living Dex. Like I have in Pokemon Bank, I have like Bulbasaur, Ivysaur, Venusaur, all the Pokemon, except for the, a couple of event legendaries that I don't own. But they're all in order, and like this game, the Dex Nav by itself inspired me to do that because it just gave you this like goal on every screen that seemed more attainable. Like when I was doing the completion of the Pokedex, whenever I had, there was like, it was, I knew exactly where I could find it in Y. Like I could open my Y game and find that Pokemon. I, since I can't use Dexnav, I was like, ugh, too much trouble. I'll just figure out how to get it on, on, uh, Alpha Sapphire. So I think it's pretty good. I hope they keep the Dex Nav because that's a really, really great feature. I mean, the story was stupid. Let's be real. But the Delta episode is pretty cool. No. Again, the, the environments. Well, yeah, I mean, okay, the Delta episode is not cool because all it is is a, an errand fetch thing where they, they, like, they say, go here, do this, go here, do this. But at the end of the thing, when you go, spoilers again, so, you know, people who have not played the Delta episode yet, like, get out. <laughs> but when you face um, Deoxys in space, it's pretty neato. I, yeah, I really, want, that's uh, true. I want to go back to space. Yeah. I want to have more space battles. It was really cool, and I wish that there was more stuff like that. Um, but that that made the Delta episode really neat for me. And so, yeah, I actually 
enjoyed it quite a bit. It got me inspired to play competitively again and complete the Pokedex. And I can't really ask much more from a game than that. Did you like it more than X and Y? N- no. Um, <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> but it kept the momentum that X and Y... Like, X and Y was basically, like for me, a total rebirth of Pokemon. Like, it made it completely fresh for me. I was really burned out as for, like, Black and White and Black and White 2. I didn't enjoy Black and White 2, like, at all. And Black and White was pretty hard to get through as well. And then X and Y was amazing. And I it made me get really serious about competitive battling. And everything about that game was great. And so Oros isn't really quite as good as that. But it was good enough to keep my momentum of playing Pokemon going. Um, so I think it's a success, but it's... It is still a remake, not a fresh, new, awesome thing. So, Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but the fresh, new stuff in it was pretty cool. Like the Dexnav and the space and the more attention to um, battlefields. I liked those stuff. That, that stuff, rather. You know, I am disappointed that they don't have the... Where, like, you do a move and it affects something on the battlefield anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Another... you can like, cut down the trees. Yeah, another feature that was added in and then taken away. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but those, like, the middle games always do that, um, except for Heart Gold, Soul Silver, where they, they're they making them concurrently. So they have a lot of the features in there, but I guess that the cutting down the berry trees was maybe a late addition, and so they were already working on Oras when they added that feature, and so it didn't make it in Oras. I assume that that's the reason to, to not include something cool like that, but I don't know. But yeah, that's that, it always seems like the middle steps are a little awkward, unless your heart goes a little sober, in which case you did it great. But then they still <laughs> left that behind on the next game. <laughs> yeah, that's frustrating. Are you a big secret base kind of guy? I love... I was really excited to make my secret base... And then Blissey bases are a thing, so they, that's the can you, only... Can you explain that for our listeners? Okay, so um, there, there is a Reddit thread, or you can just Google Blissey base, and um, it'll just be a thread on Reddit where users have created very meticulously a base where they have, they have nothing in there, it's just their trainer, and that person has three Blisseys. They also have a level cap thing so instead of the blissies being on level 50 which they're all level 100 but they cap them at 50 unless you have the level release so you press the level release and all the blissies are level 100 they come out one at a time they only know one move that move is healing wish and healing wish uh makes your pokemon faint and the next pokemon that comes in has their status and health fully restored uh so that's the only thing the blissey can do so it just ko's itself the next Blissey comes in, it KOs itself. The next Blissey comes in, it tries that move, but it fails. But then you have as many turns as you want to knock that one out. Blissey is the Pokemon that gives you the most experience. So you can actually take a Pokemon. If you if you have like level O power 3 on, you can take a Pokemon from level 1 to level 50 in one battle with that. So that's Dad, what a Blissey people is. people still using O powers? Yeah, man. O-Powers are great. If you're not using O-Powers, you're missing out. You're missing out, man. 
Can you actually get the full set of O powers in Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire? Because I kind of like stopped. Yeah, you really found a way to get more O powers. In fact, the O powers segment of Oras implies that uh, the events in Oras happen right before X and Y. Because, okay, spoilers again. (laughs) Wait, does this have to do with the guy who shows up on the beach and he's all like, I don't know where I am. No, that's that's Looker. Yeah. Okay. Then it's, um, just, it's that, not related a, to that. That's a different thing. Yeah. Okay. Um. It it's uh. You, there's these bald guys that hang out in the Mallville, uh, Pokemon Center, and you have to talk to them every day. They will give you a new O power every day. Um. Once you talk to all of them, they like meet you and say how awesome you are or whatever, and you you help them out with some kind of errand, and then they like Voltron. Uh, form together into the guy in the pink suit that gives you all the O powers in X and Y. <laughs> so, are you that's serious? Weird. That's I'm, super creepy. I'm, I know it's totally weird. And he's like, "Well, I'm off." <laughs> and uh, presumably, he goes to the hotels in X and Y. So that guy is actually made of five bald guys. In case you were wondering. So here's another question. So Shut up. <laughs> You're wrong now because that's actually pretty awesome. But. <laughs> Here's another question for you. Does the Hoenn Defense Force stuff ever matter? Besides, like, that, uh, like, your rival buys you one of the dolls at one point? Does it ever matter? Well, I mean, your, your, um, suit is the same as that, but that's, like, with your suit to go to space, but that's, uh, that's it. (laughs) And from, from, from everything that I've played, that's, that's the only, callback that they have to that. I wish there was more. Yeah, should be. Wasted <laughs> wasted opportunity. It's true. It's true. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I, I haven't uh, I haven't followed up on the um amnesiac uh looker dealy until I finish my Pokedex stuff because finishing my Pokedex is more important to me right now. Uh I mean there's nothing to really follow up on on that, so so don't get your hopes up too much. <laughs> so, I mean, do we help restore his memory or no? No, he's just there. He just oh, there's gonna be something. It's got you. Just you just haven't figured it out. <laughs> maybe, maybe I haven't. Um, I don't think there's anything with Looker in this one, but uh, but maybe there is. Maybe I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I played uh, quite a bit of Auras on the plane to and from Pax. And a little bit while waiting in lines, uh, because PAX has the stupidest panel system in the entire world. But that's besides the point. <laughs> um, the, did you enjoy PAX? I did. I went to PAX South. Cool. It was mediocre at best. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It was okay. I mean, it was fine. Uh, the journey between Gym 3 and Gym 4 is the stupidest thing in the world. It is so long. Yeah. Yeah. And I I didn't finish. Maybe I'm maybe I'm a slow Pokemon player or I thought I was booking through as fast as possible and, and I'm I'm I'll run away from every encounter if I don't have repel. <laughs> but I'll still battle every trainer for the money. Yeah. And you get more experience. Yeah. And I, I so I last when I left off I left the third gym and 
what figured out how to keep going north because you gotta go to the volcano went to the volcano cleared out team aqua left the volcano then may was like hey i need to go battle the third gym leader let me teleport you back to this town and now i'm back in the town that i started with yeah yeah and i was just like what <laughs> i need to get to the fourth gym not back to the third gym why did this just happen <laughs> And that was like my whole plan, right? That was like three hours to get from that gym to the volcano back to the third gym. So here's the nice news, though. They they make it up completely between the fourth and the fifth gym because you do them literally one right after the other. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, so this I just got reminded. Um, your premier ball situation. Yes. Um, do we have an okay. answer? Yes. So, well, you can't buy them, but... But you can get O power, like bargain O power level three, reduces the cost of every item by fifty percent in the store, and you can sell items for fifty percent of their value in the store. So you just buy the most expensive thing and sell it back. Because um, every for every ten Pokeballs you get, you buy, they give you a Premier Ball, so you can have infinite Premier Balls. So that's that's how you do that. That's how you fix that problem. I guess that's okay. <laughs> Not the ultimate solution, but no, yeah, it's not. It's like not just buying. It's not just buying them, but it is. You can get as many premier balls as you want that way. I don't get why you would take that feature away. Right, right. But pokeball stores—they should be a thing. Yeah, they were. It was so cool in X and Y. It was even like a cool layout for the store. You're like, ah, yeah, oh, this, yeah. this, is, this is how this would work. They'd be in like little cases. <laughs> Man, if there was a way to balance money and balance people's time investments and there's no way because people figured out how to earn G Pokemon. Yeah. But to like have it where if you grinded or played Pokemon a lot, you could actually buy a Master Ball. That would be great. Man, I won the lottery last week where you get the Master Ball. Oh really? Nobody ever wins the lottery. I totally have a picture of it. I can send it to you guys in Skype or whatever. But um yeah, I, I actually won the Master Ball the other week. I, I you know I, I use Wonder Trade a lot. So that so you know, I have like six boxes of other trainer IDs. Uh so I have I basically have like two hundred entries in the lottery every day. So it finally paid off. I got a master ball. <laughs> Even though what I'm actually doing that for is for PP ups and PP maxes. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah, it was it was neat. It's very cool. rare. Hmm. Anything else? Anyone has any I mean, we'll continue talking about auras as episodes go on. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I guess I'll just, you know, be the one person on Pokemon podcasts that kind of enjoyed auras. <laughs> yeah. All I have to add is that um, in my playthrough of X, uh, the ending for the Team Flare part of X makes so much more sense than the ending of the Team Flare part for Y because it was all about how Xerneas was giving life and everything and the part for... Eveltal, it just kind of didn't sound right that it was like this major destruction Pokemon and what did that have to do with anything? Yeah. So. Oh, I guess I never thought of that because I played X. Yeah, I only played played Y and I did have that kind of, that weird, like, what is it? What are they, what? (laughs) What are they they trying to do? Yeah. (laughs) And the Xerneas battle was so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Hmm. I think, I mean, I think my... My gripe with auras, 
and this is probably me as a person in a personality thing sense is I really like games like Monster Hunter and Destiny mm-hmm. which have the thinnest stories in the world <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. the original Pokemon and Pokemon's up to that the story's there but at the same time like and I've said this before in the show like I like to name myself, name the rival, somebody I can relate to. Yeah. And X, customize myself. And I don't want this, like, in in Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, I think, like, the disconnect is, like, this guy's supposed to be your dad, and he's a gym leader, and these are your friends, and they're trying to form this story, whereas in other Pokemon games, that story's pretty thin. Yeah. And if I wanted to play a story game, I'd play like The Last of Us, where I don't think that's me. I think that's Joel. I think that's Ellie. Yeah. And in a yeah. Pokemon game, I want that to be me. And they, they're they definitely not making that me in Auras. Yeah. You, you know, one, like, I, I guess in most Pokemon games, I'm, I'm sort of playing for the end anyway. Like, I'm a lot of times. I just try to power through the the game section to get to the part that I find is fun, which is like breeding and doing competitive play and that kind of stuff. So at that point in the game, you it, there is no story, so you can definitely just put it. It's like this is Logan, and yeah. I'm doing all the things that Logan does. So I, I definitely get you. And story has never really been the high point of Pokemon. I thought X and Y did a pretty good job at um, doing both of those things, like having a more meaty story. And making you feel like it was you. Yeah, um, I think the balance there was pretty okay. Yeah. They let you nickname yourself. I mean, like your friends gave you a nickname. And those those friends actually had personalities that were kind of cool. Yeah. Um, like the guy with the, the Vanillite shirt was Nito. He's always dancing. Tierno? <laughs> Tierno, yeah. He's super cool. Yeah, and I, I, liked, I liked checking in with those people. Even yeah. though I couldn't name them, but their personalities were more memorable, in a sense. Yeah, it was like exciting to see them. Because when I see May, I'm just like, either battle me or leave. Like, <laughs> I don't want to know your drama. Oh man, they like the weird stuff where like you're gonna go on a date with May or whatever, or she she's definitely in love with you at the end was was weird to me. I, I it really took me out, and I was like, okay, I don't. I don't need this. <laughs> I know because she's a girl, right? Ew. Right. That's that's <laughs> not that's interested. No, like, thank even, you. Even normally, like that's your best friend. Like I don't want. Like it's the best kind of relationship to get into. It's like you were friends first, and then you realized you're in love, and then it's wonderful. Well, you spend the rest of your life together being best well, friends. What kind of a relationship me. do you want? <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I guess a different one that's than that. <laughs> but uh, poor May, because she has only half of the beautiful story that you just told. The other half being my affection being returned to her. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm talking about. I don't want. I want that in a Pokemon game. I want it to be my journey, not a predetermined journey. Yeah, I wish that there was something like really open with Pokemon. I mean, like. Everybody says they want an MMO, um, but I don't think that's really that would really be good. No, uh, do you like? I, I think of a world where people are walking around and you're constantly getting like, "Hey, battle me, battle me." Yeah, like I don't want that. 
Uh, even right now, when when people can just randomly like on the the PSS thing where it just pops up like, "Hey, you want to trade Pokemon?" No, random person. I don't know. I don't want to trade Pokemon with you. <laughs> but that would happen all the time if it was an MMO. <laughs> yeah. hmm. Well, no, it could be a setting that you set, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like only only allow trade requests from my friends or something. I think if there was. I hate to bring up Destiny, but I'm such a big Destiny player. But the, <laughs> the cool thing about Destiny is it's not really an MMO, but when you go to the tower to buy stuff or get your bounties for the day, uh, that connects you with 16 people. Yeah. Um, and that's always random. So in Pokemon, if there was a town or a universal hub where it where you would go to possibly buy Pokeballs or trade or something more than what you do daily and there was like a building where you could walk in and people would want to battle um, yeah or there was an area where people would want to trade or some kind of auction house or something of that sort and still keep the main game open to where you're not constantly running into somebody who wants to battle but you could go to a hub to meet people yeah that seems yeah, and the tower in Destiny, you're not. I I don't go there with the intent to meet people. I go there to get my stuff done. But I realize there are real people moving around and interacting. And there's been times where I'm just standing there, and somebody messages me, and they're like, "Hey, I uh, we're looking for one more to do this. Do you want to join us or something of the sort?" And it's cool when you actually do that and spend. 20 minutes with a random person you just met that asked for help and you know you go on your way afterwards but it's like cool that that option was available yeah i can see that i, yeah. I mean uh, there's something like that something like that could be implemented for pokemon and it would be really neat maybe if you could invite people to do like a double battle with you against something like a challenge that they couldn't get past do you guys remember was it in was it in black and white, or maybe it was X and Y, where there was just that section where you could team up with somebody, and then it would give you random Pokemon, and then you fought like you had three, or you had two, and your friend had two, and then it was just like the battle tower, but for you and a buddy. Is that? Are you on drugs? What are you talking about? Do you don't remember that? That was like my favorite thing of that particular game. I think it was black and white. There was like there was a little village that was all. Every every location had a different sort of battle in it. One of them was that you had a friend nearby, and it random it gave you random Pokemon, um, and then you fought against Pokemon. And every every round, you could if you won, you could get one of their Pokemon. Uh, you'd have to you could sub out one of yours for one of theirs in the battle. Do you don't remember that? I vaguely remember that. I don't remember it, that at all, and I've played a heck of a lot of Black and White and Black and it, White too. It was super fun. Um, find like, like find a friend, a, like one of your friends that was online, or it was one of your friends that was nearby, like physically. I think you had to you had to be physically nearby. So did um, it have to do with the um, the tree in the middle hole that was so underutilized? <laughs> that that tree in the middle of the of Unova. Where you would go for doing that kind of stuff? What was that called? That's probably it. I remember it being in like the bottom right hand corner of, of like like there was like six buildings you could go to. Anyway, that was a super fun thing. Uh, the mechanic of, you know, you 
you didn't have to bring guys that took you seven hours to build or anything like that. You, you know, know what? It was probably Black City. Okay. Because I never played any game that had Black City. I only ever had White Forest. Oh. Well, wait, so, but I, I had... Yeah, I had Black Version. Yeah. <laughs> no... I don't know. I'll, I I'll message Black you about City, it or whatever. It doesn't. We don't have enough information <laughs> for this. Okay, what I would want is like a Pokemon draft system, where you go in to battle somebody else. Could be mm. in a central hub like Destiny, but more along the lines like Hearthstone, where they give you three Pokemon, you pick one. They give you three Pokemon, you pick one. It that was it was very similar to a draft. It was just that you had to you you carved out your team as you went instead of all at the beginning and then and then had battles so it was sort of like a draft system and and absolutely the other way around where it was it was just a draft would be super fun i would love that that would even be a cool format for tournaments um, yeah i mean you I, i've complained about this before but you get in like oh if you have a guard chomp you need to have these four moves yeah if you have a Cedra, you need these. No one uses Cedra. You need these four moves. Um, Kingdra, maybe, but <laughs> but at least in a draft, you could see like three Pokemon, and I was like, oh, this Zapdos is outclasses these other two, but its moves aren't as good as this Pikachu. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think that would be really cool. Glad you mentioned Zapdos that we've now been on this for what an hour and fifteen minutes, and I still haven't seen him enough time to catch him. Oh. It is a, it is an arduous task. That is a oh. fun mechanic in a game. <laughs> uh, let's take a quick break, and then when we come back, we have a couple questions to run through, and then our item of the week, and that should wrap up our show for this week. And we are back once again with your questions. I'm in a real mood today. Maybe I'm just tired. (laughs) (laughs) More Sour Patch Kids, man. More Sour Patch Kids. Get that sugar rush. Sugar crush. (laughs) (laughs) Tasty. Oh, my gosh. Delicious. So we're going to run through some questions. Some came through via Twitter. Some came through via email. Uh, Trying to get questions to do every episode. So if you want to send us a question, just tweet at us at Pokemon Podcast and use the hashtag PKMNCast uh, so it's easy for us to find your questions so we can answer it on the show. Uh, Starting off with Andrew Sensei on Twitter. If IRL, I believe in real life, which Pokemon do you think people would use to get attention slash chat others up? Any, oh, any I answered cute this one, one on, on Twitter. I said Esper. Yeah, any cute one. Any little cute one that you could take to a park or whatever, and people would be like, oh, look at your little Esper. What's its name? Well, that's good. I didn't think of it that way. Like a dog park kind of situation? Yeah. Kind of something like that. You're walking down the street. Like When I walk down the street with Iris, I get like, phone numbers left and right from dudes <laughs> i get hit on by every dude he's like they're like oh your dog is so cute would you go on a date with me and i'm like nah, i mean maybe <laughs> well, what, what do you think of it 
I, my only love is Steve. <laughs> I was thinking more of like you would use like a wingle for like to be a carrier pigeon to chat others up. Yeah, to, to send messages back. Oh, and to, forth. to like yeah. literally in chat. Yeah. City, which which is a part of the game he hasn't even gotten to. But it's like the dude in Four Tree City, and then the uh, the girl is in Moss Deep. I think mm-hmm. is that it. And they send messages back and forth with the wingle. Spoilers. There you go. I mean, it's not like I didn't play the game a decade ago. I don't remember that from Emerald. I think it was there. Mm. 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 Yeah, I guess the cute Pokemon would win. What? Yeah, which Pokemon would be the opposite of that? What's that horrible Mug. Relicanth? I was like Relicanth, that horrible rockfish Pokemon that just looks like something you'd find. Relicanth is, is what you used to let everybody know you are not up for talking right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pegby 780 on Twitter. Uh, if you if Taylor Swift were a Pokemon, which one would she be? Because she wouldn't be Deonce because that's Beyonce. That's true. That's very true. Because that was my initial thought. What about uh, Meloetta? Possibly, but I think Meloetta is prettier than Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of um, what's the bird with the three heads? Wow, my brain is Dodrio. Dodrio, right there. That's what? Taylor Swift. T- tell me why. <laughs> Does she sound like three I, walking birds? Yeah, there you go. I've never actually <laughs> I've never listened to like one Taylor Swift song ever. You should listen to "Shake It Off" because uh, that no. song is really good. No, it's really I only good. Listen to it's I only song. listen to country music now. Okay, well, that's fair. What? She she was a country music star, so she counts as a country no matter what she does. Oh, you got me. <laughs> I, I only listen to Casey Musgraves now. <laughs> Who, if you are looking for some music to turn your life around, if you're feeling down, feeling bummed out, and need a little happiness, you get that Casey Musgraves album going and listen from top to bottom, and by the end, you will just have a little bit of happiness in your heart. I am the grouchiest person in the world. I put on Casey Musgraves, and I'm like, life is not that bad. Uh, my only other suggestion may be Shaman. Shaman? She does kind of resemble Shaman. Flowers. Like, Jigglypuff seems like maybe. She's a singer. Yeah. I could see sure. Shaman with a microphone, though. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Maybe. Which um, shaman form? Just like regular hedgehog the, shaman? No, not the hedgehog. The dog one. Okay. I thought it was a deer. Is it? I don't know. It's on yeah. four legs. It's got like yeah. a pointy nose. Well, I guess my dog has a pointy nose. Deerling? Yeah. Maybe it's like a greyhound. <laughs> like a bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bus. Lionheart21 on Twitter. PKMNCast was thinking about running a premiere event for upstate New York area. What do you say about that? Uh, like Oswego. I say Oswego. What? Oswego? Oswego. Oswego? Like the bagel? No. Oswego, like the town in upstate New York where you can have your competition because there's a state university there where you can probably rent some space. Go for it. Done. Answered. Next oh, question. Yeah. yeah, sounds great. Hopefully you don't have to pay for space, though. Well, that's why I said a state university. Oh, okay, okay. I guess you could do it to a library, too, but no one goes to libraries. 
do they have those anymore? I think so. Libraries are for free Wi-Fi, where you <laughs> can just chill out and not have to buy a product. I would also say try to have it near the Vermont border because I know at least like one and a half dudes in Vermont who play Pokemon. Okay, so if you're for sure running an event, super awesome. If you're running it, don't plan on competing. And no, no, that's right. You got that right. Don't plan on having any free time. And <laughs> I don't know if this appeals to masters or all ages, uh, but if you're getting people under the age of 14, be prepared to answer a ton of questions. Uh, be prepared to see kids cheat, because I don't know why, but uh, eight-year-olds, nine-year-olds love cheating. Um, I'm prepared to be prepared to talk to a lot of parents in that, in that case, if it's, you know, all adults, you're probably going to have a way easier time overall, but that would be my advice. The little kids do cheat quite a bit. Yep. Yep. Yeah, they do. Yeah. It was super funny at Midwest gaming classic last year when, uh, two kids challenged Kenny and, who was Kenny and David uh, to a doubles battle, and they were like okay. And the the two kids had like Mewtwo, Zapdos, and Ty. It was nothing but legendaries, and they just barely won. But David, David, so I don't even know what I'm thinking. David <laughs> and Kenny went to battle again, and they were like, no, 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 we're good. We like we won once with our legendaries. We're gonna leave now. <laughs> ah, kids are the worst. Terrible, terrible. Uh, not get yeah, any but, argument from me. Uh, go for it, though. That's really cool to run an event. There are a lot of work, though. Let's see here. Samuel P. wrote in um, email. Uh, you can also email us any questions you have at uh, sbj at pkmncast.com. Question for the next episode. You guys have mentioned you played board games or you play board games at conventions several times on the podcast. I'm wondering what are your favorite board games? Thanks for answering. Keep up the good work. Been waiting my whole life for this question. Does it have to be a board game board game or can it be a deck builder? Because you know my predilection. Oh, it's absolutely a board game. Yeah. Well, no, it's not because there's no board. Well, I would say like tabletop game is like an overall blanket. Okay. Okay. Logan, you want to start? Uh, sure. Uh, what am I playing right now? Um, I I really like Camel Up a lot. Camel Up's pretty fun. You're betting on camel races, and they stack on top of each other, and the camel on top is the current winner, and it's amazing. Um, the good thing about Camel Up is it plays up to eight people. Yeah, that is the good thing, because you can have a very large crowd, and it's fine. Sheriff of Nottingham is really fun. Uh, you basically, it's a really simple concept that you're like smuggling goods into Nottingham. And you, it's all about lying. So one person at a time is the sheriff, and other people look him in the eye and tell him, like, I have three chickens in this sack. Uh, and you might have three chickens or you might not. Uh, the sheriff can look in your bag. And if he does and you were not lying, he has to pay you money. And if you were lying, he confiscates the goods that you were lying about, and you have to pay him money. And the person with the most money at the end is the winner. And everybody gets to be the sheriff twice. Uh, it's really fun. I've been playing King of New York. That's like King of Tokyo, but uh, a little bit more complicated. You can destroy stuff in the city, and the cards are way better. Like the mechanics of the game are very similar to King of Tokyo, which is basically Yahtzee 
but your monsters battling. So instead of like a bunch of fives, you would get like claws to attack the other monsters. The cards in that game were pretty slow, but in uh, in King of New York, most of them give you energy, so you can buy more cards. So there's a lot of cards going on in the game, so it's more interesting. King of New York and <clears throat> King of Tokyo, both uh, made by Richard Garfield, who uh, made Magic the Gathering. Yeah, fun fact. Splendor is very simple and awesome. Is that the one with the gems? Yeah. Yes. Is that the one we played at... Uh... That night when I was over at um, visiting you. Yes. I don't like that game. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, Kimball's Cascade is like a top-down shooter, like uh, 1942 or something. And they actually turned that into a board game pretty well, and it's really neato. And Lords of Waterdeep. I not that game either. Really? Yeah. I, it was like my game of the, of the con. I remember you talking That's about it. it, and then I went to play it, and I was like, meh. <laughs> that's fair it's kind of polarizing like a lot of my friends like it a lot and a lot of my friends don't like it at all and there's not really anybody in between yeah i'm also super picky about four to five player games yeah yeah i, I mean i i have very few opportunities to play four to five player games oh man we um speaking of four to five player games um the XCOM board game is kind of neat you have to download an app for your phone or your tablet and uh, it tells you like what's going on in the game. So random events happen, but it, it, the, the app will tell you what happens. So maybe a UFO lands in North America, and it tells you to do that. So there's different roles that you play. One person has to like manage the budget of XCOM. One person has to like command the troops to go destroy aliens. One person has to like manage communications, meaning interface with the iPad. But the the best thing is that the iPad has a searchable rulebook, which if that was in every game, then every game would be better. <laughs> um, I, I think I've said enough. I'd said like 10. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you have some board games to recommend? Well, what would you, what would you guess is my favorite? Pokemon TCG. No. <laughs> <laughs> Probably Love Letter. Love yeah, Love Letter is really good. Um, outside of that, because I do play like Love Letter at every opportunity that I can, because I keep a deck in my work bag. I mean, I am a big fan of Kinzume Goddess, but that is really hard to get now. What is that? It's a deck builder where it's based on the Norse gods versus the Roman gods, and basically, you first you you pick a god card to play as, which gives you certain abilities. And then you, um, the deck building is buying disciples for kind of like disciple things for you, you as a god. And then the, what makes it the best part of Kinzumi Goddess is each of the cards, when you play it down, it can only, you can follow it by another card of a certain color. So you do these chains of playing down cards as long as you've lined up the colors the right way to do different attacks against the other gods and, and other buffs and stuff like that. So I, I like that kind of strategy. That sounds very interesting. So, But That's it's hard fun. to get? Uh, it's hard to get because uh, it was like only mail order and I don't think you can mail order it anymore. And it was like one of those Kickstarter funded games and then just mm. didn't get very far. Oh, is Kinzu Kinzu Megara? Nope. 
It's K A N Z U M E, goddess. And uh-huh. the joke is that they're in a can. It's they're in a, a can. can. Yeah. Can Zume goddess. Oh, oh, I get it. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> It is um. sold in a can. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really good. Like if you get a chance to play it, it's just like it it you it's pretty quick to pick up. Um, <laughs> and you can have and besides like uh, a a game where each person plays as an individual god trying to win for themselves, you can also do team ups where it's like two gods playing against two gods. Hmm. Hmm. Is it uh, eighty-two dollars plus six dollars and two cents of shipping? Wow, I did not spend that much on it. No, forty or fifty on it. It's. I think it's fifty dollars. Good. Okay. Hmm. Maybe I'll wait for a sale. <laughs> it's hard for me to recommend board games because there's usually a learning curve, and then a cost curve, and then a player count curve. I really like cashing guns. It's good. Uh, it's simple. Yeah, it's super simple. It's like thirty bucks on Amazon. I didn't like that one at all. <laughs> the yeah, that's the weird thing with board games is they're yeah, your mistake. mileage may vary on all board games. Uh, so the the premise is uh, everyone gets like a foam gun. It can play up to eight people, and they're you're competing to get this pool of money. You're all like mafia people, uh, so you're fighting over this pool of money there's eight rounds eight people um up to eight people and there's one person who's the godfather and they'll count down from three so three two one and everyone will point their gun at somebody and that person will have to decide if the person pointing the gun as a, a fake bullet or a real bullet a blank or a real bullet and everyone has five blanks three real bullets if you think they do, you fall over and you don't get any loot for the round. If you take the chance and they do shoot you, you fall over and you don't get any loot for the round. But if they shoot you with a blank, you stay and then you get your opportunity of loot. So if three people are standing and there's eight loots, everyone's going to get th- uh, two pieces of loot uh, plus two more people will get one more. It's really fast and really easy. I feel like I, anytime you explain a board game on a podcast, it always sounds way more complicated. And I know <laughs> yeah, that. I know that I, yeah, that game is super easy. And I know that because I listen to a lot of board gaming podcasts, and anytime they explain the game, even if I know how to play it, I feel like they're explaining it poorly, and that's what <laughs> I feel like I'm doing it right now. Oh, Catching Guns is pretty good. Uh, Dead of Winter is probably my favorite game that came out. I played that last night. It was so good. It yeah, was super fun. It's super good. Uh, it's every it's a co-op game, so everyone's working together, uh, and everyone has their own secret objectives that they're trying to uh, achieve, as well as everyone's working to achieve a main objective. And there's a possibility that one person's a traitor, um, not in all games, but in some games it's possible. It's a random element. And if that person's a betrayer, they're trying to achieve their own objective as well as sabotage the main objective for everyone else. So that's pretty good. I mean, that's a very simple game of, you know, there's a lot of dice rolling and it's not a, it's more luck than skill-based. So in, in the game we had uh, last night, the, uh, a dog, like one of the characters is a dog. <laughs> Yeah. 
and the dog was the serial killer's <laughs> betrayer, and it killed everybody. That's amazing. <laughs> it was That's fantastic. Uh, Dead of Winter, though, is a little hard to find, and it's expensive. Um, it's like $50, $60. They just reprinted it, so it should be a bit easier. But uh, that game's really good. A little harder to learn, though. Uh, pretty simple to teach, though, if one person knows the rules well, very well. Mm-hmm. Machi Koro is probably one of my favorite games. Um, it's like Splendor, uh, where you're trying to build an engine to achieve your goal first. In Splendor, I think it's to get 15 gems or 15 mm-hmm. points based off gems. Um, yeah. In Machi Koro, it's to build a little town in front of you. So you have to build like a radio tower and a mall. And in order to build them all, you need just need to pay 10 coins. So what you're doing is you're trying to get little things like a farm can get you one coin, but you could get like three farms and then that can get you three coins a turn. So you're trying to build an engine to um, build four buildings. Hmm. I like it a little bit better than Splendor because Splendor is much more not luck-based. What's the opposite of luck? Skill. Splendor's more skilled. Machikaro is a little more luck, and I think uh, that's a bit funner for people who aren't more familiar with board games. Yeah. Like, if I played Splendor ten times, I'm going to have a better idea of how to win than somebody who just started playing. I guess those are my recommendations. I actually forgot one game that I really love. My absolute favorite game. What is it? Do you remember, Steve, when we went to Board Game Barrister, and they had that demo game where they had the little flip tiles, and it was like you could only flip one? I like that one because I got to play it with you. Aww. <laughs> I, forget, I forget what that game's called. Like Niku something? It was really cute, really simple. Yeah, it's very simple. Um, I, so Betrayal House on the Hill is very good. It's good for... Dude, like, you had your 10. I know, but I, I, I forgot. It was the best one. It's so good. Uh, Betrayal House on the Hill has 50 different scenarios in it of like all horror movies. And um, one person will definitely be a traitor. And it reveals like uh, the whole time this guy was Dracula. So you're exploring this like haunted house as a group of like Scooby gang. And then at, at a, a halfway through the game, somebody is revealed to be the traitor. So you don't know if you're going to betray everybody or not. I and you, love that huh? game. It's but so it good. has so many problems. It does. They had a re-release that uh, fixed a lot, a lot of the, the problems. So the re-release has a lot of rules, clarifications and stuff. And I, your mileage may vary on game, though is if you have like one person who's not good at board games and they're the traitor. Yeah, they just lose. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, definitely your mileage may vary. Also, if you get the, the thing that is Stuart Little, just throw that away. Never do that scenario because all your friends will hate that game and never let you play it again because that's what happens sometimes. <laughs> and then Coup. Coup is very, very simple to learn and good for a variable number of players. Coup is good. Yes. But it's difficult to play if you don't have intelligent people. <laughs> well, that's the thing about line games is like the resistance coup, love letter, cash and guns, kind of, I guess. But like mm-hmm. if you don't like lying, like that's a whole genre of gaming that just doesn't appeal to people. Right. Oh, God. That's right. That's I confused coup and resistance. Resistance I can do. Coup, I can't do. I cannot lie. I, I, in my heart, can't do it. So I'm sitting there, and I'm, like, just being honest every single turn, which, <laughs> you know, helps me to win, but I, just, I can't lie. Mm-hmm. Well, in Coup, you, I mean, like, you could tell the truth the whole time, and you don't could necessarily win. have 
a bad chance at winning. It's just not. I mean, like you have perhaps less options. Well, definitely less options, but but it, it can pay off for for sure. I mean, people call you on fake bullshit all the time. Uh, <laughs> I got mobile sword. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I got excited about that that question. I'm the sorry. resistance is probably my favorite game, but it is pure lying. And if you go into that game with one person who doesn't like to lie or is even bad at it, that it cripples the whole game. Yeah. And that's that's what I love board games, but they're the worst hobby in the world. <laughs> they're like expensive. If people don't show up, then you have to redo your options. If one person isn't into it, it ruins it for everyone else. It's true. It's real dumb. I'm going to Gen Con. <laughs> I spent $700. It's stupid. Yeah, dude, me too. I, uh, but I love it. I yeah. love it. There's still games in shrink wrap from Gen Con on my shelf right now. Yep, I, I still have like three games from Gen Con I haven't even played. Don't get into board games. It's a dumb hobby. Yeah. But but if you do, do all the things that we said just now. <laughs> <laughs> but if you do. All right, next question from Zach D. Hi, first off, you're all awesome. Uh, second, what are your guys' sports teams if you have them? Third, uh, thoughts on the upcoming Ash and Serena's first date Pokemon anime episode? You don't have to answer that one if you don't want to. I don't have a team. You got the Atlanta uh, Braviaries, right? What? Some, isn't that a team? The Atlanta Braviaries? It's like a baseball team or something? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I see what you did there. I uh, I don't I don't have a good like Pokemon pun for a South Carolina team though. <laughs> well, South Carolina doesn't have any teams. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have the Carolina Panthers, which are both in North Carolina. Carolinas. Yeah, but they're for both Carolinas. They're not the North Carolina Panthers. <laughs> they're just the Carolina Panthers. So Logan's not into sports. I don't think Will's into sports. I like, um, no, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like Steven Strasburg, but I don't really care for the Nationals. Mm. Um, I'm not into any sports, never have been. I just started watching WWE, <laughs> and I like that, uh, but that's not sports. That's just a soap opera. That's yeah. all it is. Saul's probably really mad at me right now, but he knows it's a soap opera. <laughs> Thoughts on the upcoming Ash and Serena episode? I didn't know about that, but uh, it doesn't to me it doesn't matter because Ash resets every time. Yeah, yeah, they're getting ready for him to leave Kalos for whatever the next thing is going to be. I mean, okay, so just to do a little informed, I I think it's sweet because you know their story obviously was tracked back to when they were little little kids and. You know, he helped her when she got a boo-boo and then, you know, she returned the favor later on and returned his little handkerchief that he used to cover her cut or whatever. And so, I mean, that's cute and everything, but could you keep your romance out of my Pokemon, <laughs> please? Again, How, that we don't want to date from May. <laughs> yes. Yep. Uh, Justin D., uh, when you are hunting, breeding, capturing, etc., what Pokemon do you use, and what are their builds? That's a complicated um, question. Vileplume with uh, the uh, like something that makes it. The, well, 
Does Valplum? Yeah, Valplum will have a sweet scent, and the false swipe, right, is the one that leaves one HP. Yeah, and something that'll do poison damage, so that it'll like gradually get lower, so it'll be more likely to get caught. And uh, maybe like a, a Giga Drain. There you go. <laughs> uh, my my hunter Pokemon is an Absol with Thunder Wave because paralyzation lasts forever. It doesn't get better, and it won't kill them. And then it has False Swipe. And Mean Look, if they... I mean, it's not really a problem anymore in Oras or X and Y, but they used to have those, the dogs that ran away. So you could just Mean Look so they wouldn't run away. And that's the one to catch things. And then I have a Venusaur with Sweet Scent for EV training and a Talon Flame with Fly and Flame Body for breeding. <laughs> that's the squad. Hmm. And oh, then yeah. Sw- Swampert with Surf for, for Horde Battles. You definitely need uh, Volcarona for for breeding. Absolutely. Volcarona has the thing like that hits everybody, right? I mean... Hey, well, it has Incinerate. Incinerate will uh, hit all opponents and burn up their berries. Oh, wow. And Overheat as well will hit all opponents. Uh, I just use Premier Balls. <laughs> oh, have you ever actually put two Pokemon in the daycare to breed them? No. <laughs> I didn't think so. Absolutely, you should not. do that because then you can breed Pokemon with Premier Balls. Like That's now, true. they you can pass down the Premier Ball. I forget which <laughs> one passed down the Premier Ball. Is that the mother or the father? The mother. mother. The mother. Yeah, I was. I think when I was, I'm pretty sure I did it right, but I was catching one gender only in Premier Balls because I knew it would pass down in X and Y, and then I forgot about it in Aura, so I just started catching everything in Premier Balls. <laughs> but I did think about it in in X and Y. I kind of knew what I was doing. Danny H. writes in, uh, Hey guys, we all know how SBJ feels about Lucario, but that's because I hate him. Uh, <laughs> but I was wondering if uh, what other Pokemon you guys dislike. Wow, where should we start? Yeah. Oh. Watchhog. It's pretty lame. I don't like Seismotoad. What? He's okay. He's okay. You're wrong there, man. Pavletoad's <laughs> way worse than Seismitoad. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I hate Smeargle based on competitive battling. <laughs> what? Smeargle's pretty cool. Smeargle cool is really cool. He's a great Pokemon, but he also is crazy to fight against. Uh, Puchiena's pretty much... He's dumb. Well, because of the... Uh, the he was the cool part of... Um, Twitch plays Pokemon, the third generation, right? Like that was what? Oh, he was cool there. He's just dumb in auras because <laughs> everyone from Team Aqua has like seventeen. Oh. Of them. oh man, that one battle when they send out, they sent their horde uh, trainer battle, and they send out like five Puchianas, and they all have Intimidate, and I sent out a guy with physical attack. So I was like, oh no, this is like they have an actual strategy, and then all five of them <laughs> use Roar <laughs> to reset my stats. <laughs> that sounds actually pretty cool. <laughs> it was I mean like they Roar is a good move and Intimidate is a great ability but you don't want to do both of those things right, but it was yeah. scary for a second <laughs> that sounds legit when Twitch plays Pokemon when they all had uh, Puchin that was pretty cool but that just shows you how many Puchin are in Auras yeah it's true 
Zubat's pretty bad. No, because yeah, it grows into Crobat, and Crobat is sweet. Uh, Golbat was my first uh, shiny, so I have a soft spot for that. Golbat's got a big mouth. Yeah, he does. Um, Barbarical is gross because <laughs> nobody wants eyeballs on hands. That's true. That's just super gross. Hands Labyrinth taught us that. It had a character with eyeballs on hands, guys. I've seen the movie. I don't <laughs> there in my life. It was not, not a good experience the first time I saw it, and it has such a sad ending, I don't ever want to see it again. Mm. Magnemite's pretty terrible. No! Magnemite is cool. He's okay. I, I'll say that like when people are like, oh, man, Pokemon's running out of ideas, talking about like Klefki or whatever, I, I always want to say, but Voltorb and Electrode, that was in the first 150, and um, those are just Pokeballs, and <laughs> one of them's just turned upside down. <laughs> yeah. Also, Grammar and Muck aren't that fancy. Right. <laughs> they're just they're just nothing. Ditto is nothing. <laughs> There's a bunch of Pokemon. I mean, like Klefki is really neato. Um, they did not run out of ideas. That's yeah, awesome. Klefki is really cool. I'm trying to think of what I don't like. There's probably more Pokemon I like than I don't like. That's true. I That's agree. That's very true. That's very true. Lucario is pretty terrible. Mm-hmm. Cascoon uh, and Silcoon, you can't tell them apart. It's true. All the, all, it's, it's like all the mid-level stage one and the TCG, which is what you would call them, Pokemon, where it's like, you just want to get past it. Yeah. You don't, don't want to bag ons. You don't want to hang out with that dude. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Shellbot's the middle one, right? Oh, that's right. That's right. I'm sorry. Vibrava is the middle one, though. Trap in Vibrava. Yeah. Uh, I don't like Unknown. I hate Unknown. Yeah, Unknown's pretty terrible. As of just a Pokemon. Yeah. Do you have every letter of Unknown? No, man. Nope. Then you don't have a living Pokedex. Start I definitely over. Do. I definitely do. And that is one of the reasons why I hate Unknown. Because it's you need like every letter. Catch 26 Unknowns. That's stupid. That's you terrible. need every letter. I don't. <laughs> uh, last part to the question from Danny H. Uh, also, last episode, either Travis or Will, I don't remember, we're talking about having a dating service. Were they being serious? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so many people have contacted me about that. <laughs> I mean, I could, I could put people's names out there, but uh, I can't guarantee any results. I believe Sam Blasey um, asked me to put his name out there, but he's not my Facebook friend, and I limited it to Facebook friends. So if you meet Sam Blasey, he's the thumbs-up guy. Um, you can tell because just he's always doing a thumbs-up in his life. Uh, do not <laughs> date him. Do not. Stay away. Until he becomes my Facebook friend, he is not allowed to have any dates. <laughs> That's fair, I guess. Yeah. I mean, Pokemon Podcast has been connecting people in the past. We can I mean, yeah, I, I would agree. I would agree. That's like the subtitle of Pokemon Podcast, Connecting People in the Past. <laughs> um, that's all the questions we have. Uh, so thank you, everyone, who uh, sent us questions. If you want your question heard, um, you can tweet at us at Pokemon Podcast with the hashtag PKMNCast, or you can just email in. Um, email address is sbj at pkmncast.com. Oh, uh, let's take 
another quick break and we'll finish off the show with our item of the week. All right, and we are back to bring you item of the week. And this week's item is, of course, all our items are from PokemonCenter.com. It still exists. You can still buy stuff from PokemonCenter.com. Meowstic Male Pokey Plush Trainer Size 17 and a half inches. That's the item name. So uh, this is one of the trainer size... Plushes, I think they're supposed to represent real size of Pokemon, hence trainer size. I don't know if this represents the real size of Meowstic male, but it is $42.99, usually ships in 24 hours, recommended age, four years and up, made in China. No reviews. No, I just do reviews. Two reviews. It is 17 and a half inches tall, 14 and a half inches wide, and weighs... 0.91 American pounds. So it is, um, should be two feet if it was real life. Yeah, we're only, uh, we're getting a foot and a half. Yeah, yeah. so it's a, it's a real short meowstick. Real short. Uh, it has two reviews. One out of two people found this review helpful. <laughs> <laughs> Adorable and high quality by Pokey Fluffy Southern Region Champion, Tampa Bay, Florida. Oh, this review's a little... No, that's not that long. My mom got me this for Christmas, and not only is it big, about the size of my pillow pet, but it is very cuddly. I may be an adult, but this is a great plushie to cuddle with at night. I definitely recommend this for any Meowstic and Pokemon fan. Or lonely people. You have to be both a Meowstic <laughs> and Pokemon fan. Uh, what's a pillow pet? I don't know. It's a you pillow. It's, it's a it's pillow a that turns into a pet. It's a pillow pet. Interesting. That's Thanks. seriously the entire gimmick. I, it's a big deal. Um, also, fun fact, the reason why pillow pets exist is because the tariff on pillows is way less than the tariff on toys. So that's your knowledge for the day. I don't even know. I know what those words mean, but I don't know what they mean in that sequence. <laughs> why are you talking about international macroeconomic theory in a Pokemon podcast. I, I don't know. Because we spent like 20 minutes talking about board games. It's true. But I find that particular fact super fascinating. What I can say is both of my nieces were desperate to get pillow pets, and they did at one point in their lives. I mean, to piggyback off Logan's point, a lot of board game stores sell like kids' toys and puzzles and plushes. And they make more money off of that than they do off of the board games they sell. Yep. That and Magic the Gathering. Yeah, and Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> um, next review by Laura from Ohio. Uh, one out of two people found this review helpful. My boyfriend got me this for Christmas, and I absolutely love everything about it. It's a huge plush. plush. The material is extremely soft, and the details are perfect. I recommend this plush to any and every Meowstic lover out there. She also spelled Meowstic with a K. You are, um, Steve, a big Meowstic with a CK. <laughs> <laughs> Meowstic. Wow. It's like um, a cat toy, a Meowstic. 
I mean, Steve, Meowstic is one of your favorite Pokemon. It is. It is. The eyes on this are a little weird, though. The eyes on this stuffed animal are super freaky. So, like, hover over the little image, the little thumbnail image on the bottom, and now just go right and left, like, quickly. And it's super freaky. (laughs) It turns around really fast? Yeah, it turns around. It's like like possessed. (laughs) This is the most fascinating feature to me. Wow. I didn't know you could do that on this website. I like Meowstic <laughs> a lot, but I don't. I, I don't know if I'd pay forty two ninety nine for it for a stuffed animal. Oh. Yeah, is it because of the tariffs? <laughs> it might be. It might be. I it's mean, if, if, if I saw it in person, it might be an impulse buy. Yeah, if you were at like the uh, Pokemon Center in New York. Yeah, but I don't know if I can impulse buy off of online. I definitely have a Bowser approximately that size that was an impulse buy from the Pokemon Center in New York. So, yeah, I can vouch for that and make different purchase decisions when it's in person. Yeah, definitely. I don't know if there was a trainer-sized Pokemon I would buy, though. I'd probably buy a... I was going to say Klefki, but I want to buy a Klefki keyring. But it's $58 on Amazon now. <laughs> mm, no boy. Is it it's an import? Yeah. Nah, they'll, they'll get it here eventually. I feel like I have a... Trainer size Machina? Machina? Yeah. But it wasn't $42. It was like $25. Let's see all the trainer size ones. There's um, Mudkip for $45. Finnegan for $43. Pikachu, $43. You can have the female Meowstic for $43. Yeah, they're just starters and Meowstics. <laughs> and Pikachu. <laughs> no Espers? No Espers. Esper is much better than Meowstic. I would That's agree. True. Yep. Esper is pretty sweet. Little Esper with the flower, and it was so sad because its owner died. And oh, mm. I think that wraps us up for this week's show, though. No, I haven't caught Zapdos yet. <laughs> I'm in the cave with him, though, so you guys okay, are close. Good, good, but you're good. close. You're close. You're close. Logan, where can they find you? Uh, Twitter.com backslash Logan Jenkins is a place. You, I guess you could go to loganjenkins.com if you want to see my design portfolio or website portfolio it's like it hasn't been updated in like four years so like any good designer right <laughs> uh will where can they find you uh, on twitter it's washing the sink psn it's washing the sink on uh what's that other thing we do facebook uh stabinate d speaker the d is for delicious um, and if you are a Facebook friend with me, not a Twitter follower, but a Facebook friend, I will um, potentially mention your name and tell people to either date or not date you, depending on my harsh judgment of your lifestyle. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. You're such a good guy, Will. <sighs> I'm, I'm a very critical person of all other people. Yes, you are. Uh, <laughs> you can follow the show on Twitter. At Pokemon Podcast. You can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash PKMNCast. We have a website, PokemonPodcast.com or PKMNCast.com. Either one will get you there. Uh, If you haven't done so already, please leave us a review in iTunes, even if you don't listen to us in iTunes. But you can also listen to us on Stitcher Radio and YouTube and Scatter Radio and the A Million Other Services that have our podcast. You're clearly listening to it right now, so you already found the solution. 
<laughs> Finally, you can follow me on Twitter. It's at Dragging a Lake. If you want to play Destiny with me on PlayStation 4, PS4, um, same thing, at Dragging a Lake. Uh, I play that a lot because I have no life. Yeah, and probably if you're playing Destiny with uh, with Steve, you're going to be playing Destiny with me. Uh, we, we play, we play Destiny together quite a bit. Quite a bit, yeah. <laughs> it's a good relationship. Um, my Destiny might slow down because I've already done everything in Destiny, and Monster Hunter comes out this weekend. So I will probably be playing Monster Hunter 4. Cool. And that's it. That's our show. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective. In love with love. And Zapdos, which I still haven't caught. Mm, Zapdos. <laughs>